Welcome to season two of the Fearless Lady Podcast. I am your host, Charlene Light, and this season, I'm taking you on the greatest adventure of my life. I'm moving to Paris. I am a fearless coach and a soul guide here to inspire you as I navigate all things spiritual in the greatest city in the world, Perry. After spending a year tackling my fears at 40, I learned that everything that we truly desire and who we came to be is on the other side of our fear. Life gets to be as fun and miraculous as you dream it to be. So what are you waiting for? Let's begin. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Fearless Lady podcast. I am so excited to share this beautiful conversation I had with my dear friend, Lauren Ivy from her podcast, Open to Alchemy, where she invited me to talk about all things law of attraction, manifestation, the tips and the tools that I use. Um, and it was so great that she actually, we, like, we couldn't stop talking. We talked for like two hours. We, we, she made it into two episodes. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to share the conversation we had in two episodes. So definitely stay for the entire episode and promise you, you will really, really be inspired by it. And then also definitely check out part two, which I'm going to post. Um, I'm probably going to drop them both on the same day. So let me know what you think guys. Take care. Bye. I started doing the morning pages in the beginning of the year, like the third day of January. And the first week of it was just like this like purge of all of these feelings, all of these subconscious beliefs about work and Mm. my work and my value that I was associating with how my work was being put out there, how it was being received mostly. And how when I thought about and connected to what I was doing on a daily basis, I felt so aligned and so lit up and so excited. And every single time it came to what the outward response was, which in today's world is basically every day you're posting something, you're sending an email, you're putting out a podcast, you're doing whatever. From that perspective, it was like disappointment, 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 disappointment. Mm. And it just kept like, I just kept seeing it as I was doing the writing practice. So that was so interesting to me to just sort of like see it in a different way. Like I knew that it was in my mind and obviously we've talked about it and we've talked about it, you know, in groups and a lot of people feel that way. And I just realized that even though I am a positive person, even though I'm an optimistic person by nature, and even though I have all this light, bright energy, my internal dialogue was one of, you're not enough, you're not doing enough, you're not successful, you could never achieve this, like, look what happens when you put stuff out. And then it just was like this cycle, cycle, cycle. And so I started realizing that and I listened to a few things or heard a few things and started really diving into more of the Abraham Hicks things Mm -hmm. more and realizing, wow, my internal dialogue is creating my reality. Yeah, exactly. I'm creating I know. And that's what was happening. It was like, I'm manifesting exactly what I'm thinking and believing about myself. Yep. And 
it's also so interesting because it's like I come from this place where from the outside world or from, you know, a typical vantage point, it's like I have I have it all or I have everything. And mm-hmm. so, first of all, that's not true because nobody nobody has that. Right. But also, I kept putting myself in that place of, well, I already have this, that, the other thing, so it's not possible. Like, of course, I'm going to have something that's not working. Or, well, this is just my thing that's not connecting. Ah. I'm just continually feeling, like, misaligned with, like, but why? Why do I feel that? And I realized a couple ways that I was self-sabotaging myself with anxiety that I didn't realize I was having. Worst case scenario planning all the time. Negative beliefs, just sort of, like, Push, putting it out, putting it out, putting it out, and then being like, well, of course, see, didn't get it. Or like, I knew that was going to happen or right. all the ways. And I know that from the moment I met you, you were like my little Abraham Hicks <laughs> beacon. <laughs> and so I was like, wow, this law of attraction, you know, again, my word of the year is embodiment. And so of course the universe is delivering and it's like deeper, deeper, deeper. Right. And now I want like as much information as I can get about it so that I can not just move on to the next thing that I love yes. to do, but sit with it and be with it and be uncomfortable and have right. it be hard yes. and then like really let it work through me. So I was like, I've got, um, I've got to get you. I've got to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for saying that. I mean, it's really it's something that, um, I mean, it's no surprise you're talking about this because it's something that I also am moving through, but I actually have a system that I've been working with. Yes, I can share a little oh bit about God. that. Um, but the, everything you're talking about is sort of what happened when I had my spiritual awakening. I had that moment of like, I'm doing all the things that society is telling me to do to make it in the music industry. I quit my job. I gave it my all. I'm living in New York City and I'm, you know, I'm doing all the gigs and nothing was working. And what I realized, it was shining a light to all that underneath, which was telling me I wasn't good enough, that, um, you know, of course I'm too old, all the insecurities. And here's the thing with law of attraction or this idea that the universe is really kind of bringing towards us what we energetically already have, it's so that we can heal it. Mm-hmm. Not to be punished, right? So that's first and foremost, it's like, how are you receiving this? I just got chills. What are you telling yourself on top of this, right? Oh, of course this would, you know, like how many times are we confirming what's already being given to us or how to shift away from that into a very loving kind and compassionate observer of it. Like, oh, thank you for showing me what I've been holding this whole time. I had no idea. Because from that space, then you can then empower yourself to be like, and I'm going to write a new script now. Mm. And I'm going to now do it differently. Because what we're not told is that you can hold two seemingly opposite um, ideas at the same time. You can say, like, this is what I think I'm not into EFT, which I don't know. You're familiar mm-hmm. with EFT, mm-hmm. right? Emotional freedom technique. Yeah. But what I love is when they say, even though I feel like crap that my I don't have the money that I want, I love and accept myself anyway. That to me is so empowering because then you're saying, or you know, you can say, even though I'm feeling like 
crap around, you know, I put this thing out that I really meant a lot to me and it's not receiving what I wanted. You know, even though I feel this way, I'm going to sit with this. I'm going to hold space for myself. And I put my hand on my heart because we want the mm-hmm. body to be included in this. Right. Right. Because Lord knows I was queen of affirmation after affirmation and nothing was changing because it was all based in my mind, but we want the body to be included. So putting the hand on the heart, letting your body know it's okay. And it's safe to feel this. In fact, that's the whole reason it's showing up. So often when we, we say we're ready for this expansion and we're ready to put ourselves out there and to be seen in the world, what often happens is we're shown all the ways that we've been blocking it. Mm. So this is good because now you have this opportunity to be like, oh, so I was contributing to this. Right. Now I can, you know I can change it. Now I can change it. Now that's empowering, you know? Yes, yes, absolutely. And, yeah. And yeah. I think exactly what you're saying is to not, you know, our first response for many of us is to then do a little bit of beating ourselves up and do a 100%. little bit of like feeling like, you know, well, if you would have done this or regret or, you know, spending time um, in the bad space rather than exactly what you're saying. And then when you feel that gratitude, it immediately right. softens and opens up that new portal. Right. And so I, I love that, that everything is just like, thank you for this happening. Thank you for yeah. showing me this. Like, from here, I can see things more clearly because yeah. it's just amazing how much I was holding that I, and again, we're in this work. Like we do this for other mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. Like it's just fascinating how, even though you know something on that mental level, there right. is different, you know, processes and techniques for getting deeper. There's things that are yeah. just like layers and layers. For I sure. feel like I had dealt with this and then lo and behold, yeah, sure hadn't. <laughs> right. Well, if your word is embodiment, it makes sense that this would be coming up now because it's no longer, it's no longer a concept. Your- <laughs> yeah. But I mean, no, no longer is it just a concept. Now it's like, you're really going to move through this differently. I mean, that's mm-hmm. really what all we can do. What it's like, what do you, it's, this is why, you know, I'm a fearless coach. Right. And so many people are like, what's a fearless coach. You just help people get rid of their fear. It's like, no, I help people change. Mm-hmm. And to change means you have to move through the world differently. Like it's not enough to just have an awareness. It's not enough to clear beliefs. It's not enough to just do a soul reading and give people an understanding. Like how are you then taking that and applying it to your life? Right. What are you doing now? What choice? Like that's what, that's the hard stuff. Right. Do you know what I mean? That's Absolutely. That's, and most people have no idea what to do with it because they think I got to change in some big way. No, it's the million, million, million subtle ways that, in a day, we are continuing to go back into that loop. We are continuing to be that past version of ourselves. A million yeah. decisions, you know, how we react to something, how we respond. So the point is, is yes, lovingly, compassionately, you know, we can't always do it in the moment. So I just want to like put that out there because Lord knows when you're in it and something's devastating, let yourself feel it first. Like you mm-hmm. can't just like skip over to like, I just, I'm ready to heal this. Right, right. <laughs> I'm done. Like I can just, you know, like let yourself feel it. I, I use a technique. I believe that all of our emotions are here to teach us something, to give us a powerful message. So after I felt it, I will sometimes journal from the perspective of the emotion, you know, mm-hmm. dearest anger. What would you have me know? And because 
as in anything, these are parts of ourselves. Like we don't want to shame ourselves for feeling the anger or feeling the shame or feeling the sadness. We want to understand it. We want to know, Hey, you're part of me too. Just tell me, tell me what's up. Tell me in this scenario, why are you feeling like, why am I feeling you so intensely? And then usually I will receive something and they just want to be heard. It's like, stop ignoring me. For me, it was anger. I didn't think Mm. I didn't, I didn't know that I was resenting anger because of the way anger was showing up and I would freeze from others. So I wouldn't allow myself to feel angry. No way. And And why is that? Because you had a, you had an idea of who you were without anger or who anger made people like, where do I'm, I'm, where does that stem from for people listening? Yeah. I didn't think anger served a positive purpose. Mm-hmm. I only saw the negative example of what anger can do. So I just wouldn't allow myself to feel it. If I was feeling it, I would just kind of like push push it away or I would just like silently, you know, maybe cuss the person out in my head. But right. I was never giving it its proper like, hey, I'm now allowing you to like tell me why are we angry? Like show me like how are you a positive? And what I realized is that anger was covering up so much like sadness and um, shame. And it just, it wouldn't let me move to that. Like if you think about, you know, Abraham Hicks speaking Mm -hmm. of, they have a whole, a whole um, sheet around, you know, the emotional guidance system. It's like when you're in anger, you can't jump to happiness, right? right? There's different layers and levels to like move. So if you're in anger, like another, like a higher or what they would say, a higher um, emotion would be, I guess would be, um, I don't know the exact one, but there's like yeah. a whole, right? So if I'm not letting myself be, feel anger, I'm not letting myself feel all those emotions underneath anger, which is what's protecting, right? Mm-hmm. So I went through a whole beautiful, you know, experience of allowing anger. Like actually anger is good. It's it's a part of us. Like again, when we think about, you know, fear or fight or flight, like we need that anger, We need that anger to make those quick decisions when something isn't safe. We need that anger to like, it kind of trumps every other emotion because it gets us to move real quick, you know? So I had to allow myself to feel it and and take action, you know, because anger actually inspires action. Right. In a positive way, not action. Like I'm going to go smack this person in the face, but action. Like, what am I doing? I'm ignoring a basic need. Right. I need to find this is an example. I need to find a place to live. And this is this construction is out of control. And I'm sitting here trying to be like good and spiritual and I'm not moving because I'm, you know, no, use the anger. Get the hell out. Go get yourself a hotel, which is what I did. And let yourself feel it. It's emotion and energy. That's what emotions are. They're energy emotion. So it's like it served me to get angry so that I can make a decision. Right. And not feel bad or guilty or, oh, is this, you know, all that stuff that we do, you know? Mm -hmm. So much is coming in for me right now about, first of all, how out of touch many of us are with our emotions. So forget even like identifying and allowing ourselves to feel. Before that, it's even knowing what the emotion is, because if you were not raised with a model of emotional availability, which I hear from a lot of people, their parents did not express emotion. 
They didn't right. talk about emotions. They didn't share emotions. I mean, maybe they saw anger and like happiness, but like two extremes and that was right. it. And right. like emotion is nuanced. You know, even yeah. as I've been writing, it's sort of like, am I feeling regret? Am I feeling resentment? Am I feeling mm-hmm. sadness? It's like, you know, they might stem from the some same place, but they all have different qualities. And yeah. I love what you're saying about asking, what is it that I'm feeling in this moment without the self-judgment yeah. and without even knowing what you're supposed to do with it, but at least like starting with, I, I this is anger. I feel yeah. angry. Yes. And then why? And then what is it showing me? But I, I completely agree that a lot of us are just like, well, how can I be this version of myself that I want to be, whether it be a loving daughter or friend or, you know, business owner or it is, and also have all of these big, powerful emotions like those can't go together. Right, right. So silly. Like, why would we think that a person who is embodying what we want? I mean, that person's not emotionless. It's just we're only seeing a certain version of them. But if they're truly whole, then a whole person, right, is has all the emotions. Not all the time, but like at times, of course you're gonna feel angry. Of course you're gonna feel sad. Of course you're gonna feel jealousy. Of course you're gonna feel all of these different things. So for people who don't know how to access that, is it writing that is sounds like for you and I like the meditation and the writing um are great ways to tap into that so I would say start with an intention I want to know you know dear God soul whatever somebody feels comfortable I want to know what I'm authentically feeling in a day can you help me and again, I put my hand to my heart. You can talk to your body in that way. We are so powerful. We are so much more powerful than we can even imagine. When you ask for it, when you intend for it, it will happen. So first and foremost, ask for it. Ask for that beautiful divine um, ability to be intuitive in, in how you're experiencing a moment and what the emotion is, right? So asking for it, and then when it comes up, Doing things like, you know, self-soothing. I mean, as a child, we all had certain coping mechanisms that we developed, right? I didn't know this, but one of mine was um, I numbed. I just, there was no room for me to feel. So I just numbed it and I was automatically calm, right? That was my nervous system, you know, taking care of myself. And so as I got older and really not until I started to do, you know, breeze work and understand um, and really breath work. Mm-hmm. I would have these subtle nudges of like, I need to do breath work today. I don't know why it was like, nothing was wrong, but I just felt it. And then honestly, within like the first two minutes, I'm bawling my eyes out. Right. <laughs> you like, oh, I guess there was something there to talk about. I guess there was something there. And so like, just that intuitive nudge to be like, I think I need to go be with myself right now. Like I just, you know, and so learning, but it was all because I had that intention during the pandemic to like really understand what am I, what am I doing? What am I projecting out there? What are my belief systems? You know, like you, I really had this intention of wanting to know and understand myself better. So I would say asking for it and then journaling from the space or from that particular emotion is so 
empowering because then you're not afraid if you do feel something that's uncomfortable. You're like, okay, here we go. You just kind of let yourself feel it. And then journaling from that, that, you know, emotion. And then the other thing would be, you know, awareness is an interesting word. It's like, like I said, you can be aware of something and then still kick right back into Mm -hmm. an old pattern. So when we do this and let's say in a whole day, like you have the intention and then in a day you only experience like one authentic moment where you were in touch with your emotion, celebrate that. Like really put that energy out there. Like, thank you for showing me that I felt this way. Like, Oh, I felt good. And then you just keep building on that. Again, we have to switch. Like change is hard (laughs) and we got to do it moment to moment. And day by day and hour to hour. So like when you have these moments where you have a clear, authentic, like I get it, like I'm feeling this beautiful, say thank you. And then more will come. I I just want to share this beautiful quote because I was reading Brianna Weiss's book called um, Ceremony. And she says, what you can't see right now is nothing is really wrong. Actually, things are really right, which is why you are finally feel safe enough to feel what you really feel. Mm, that's beautiful I'm reading her book or listening to um the mountain oh yes I yeah. love that one yeah I'm yeah yeah, to right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but I just love that it's so true because we think that when we feel these feelings that are typically deemed as negative um that something terrible is going on and it's like it's not if you were a child I mean most of us numbed or did some sort of thing to kind of push the feelings down so it's important to remember that it's coming up for a reason to allow and to let it move through us, through us and to really say thank you because it's a, that's why we came. We came here to feel, you know, which nobody mm-hmm. talks about in manifestation, but we want the thing so we can feel better. <laughs> it's all about right, We want the feeling, right, right. Yeah, so it's like, it's not even about the thing or the person or the money. It's, we think that will make us feel better. So it's all about feeling. So if you don't allow yourself to feel now, when you get the thing, it's just going to, you're going to keep chasing the feeling. It'll be something else and then something else. And then you're just never at a place of like, wow, I love being here in this moment. And this feels great. And I'm feeling this way and I'm grateful for my life. You know, it's both. And it doesn't have to be one or the other. And if the feeling is what we are after, and this was something that I was, you know, thinking about in the past few weeks, if we, don't know what that feeling feels like that mm-hmm. we're after truly, then we have to start with the best feeling that we've experienced so far mm-hmm. and let that be the guide. But I think that's a place that a lot of people get twisted where it's like, well, imagine yourself having everything you wanted and you know, you're sitting on the beach and the view is here and this is happening. And it's like, but if somebody's never experienced that, I think that that is a stretch. And so I think that it's like, okay, well, what's a time where I have felt happy or safe or excited? I don't know what it's going to feel like to feel that feeling. I have to bring it closer. That's why I feel like there's sometimes a disconnect because like you were saying with the stretch of the emotional scale, like when you're envisioning something or wanting to envision a life that feels so far away from what you currently have, I think that's very hard to try to imagine 
what that would be like, especially if part of the issue is self-worth and lack of self-worth. I think that it's, it's, it's challenging to imagine yourself in that place if you don't feel like you're worthy of ever getting that. Yeah, well, here's There's the a thing. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll back up by saying we have to use what we've experienced so far. Okay. Like there's just no other way about around it. Like, so imagining that I'm on stage and speaking to a hundred thousand people, I mean, I can kind of conjure that up because I've been in front of people teaching yoga. You know what I mean? I know what that's like, you know, so it's like, we have to use our own experience. Same with like a reading, right? It's like this, your soul, your spirit team, they're using our own experience to, to basically translate messages for people. So our experience thus far has a wide range of emotional highs and lows. Like, let's be honest. It's true. Even as children, not nobody had a whole, cause you wouldn't survive. <laughs> you just wouldn't, right? Use your experience now. What would it feel like to feel free? What is the essence of what I think this thing is going to give me? Freedom. Like getting up on stage, getting to be myself. Oh, that's going to feel like freedom. That's going to feel fun. That's going to feel exciting and electric. I know what that feels like. I'm going to get nerves in my belly because I'm like, you know, like getting up in front of people and, and sharing and feeling like I'm a vessel, right? That it's not just about me. It's about sharing a message that goes beyond me. Like letting people that know that they're not alone in the world and that we came here to be powerful co-creators. And like, we have so much more power than we realize. Like I'm getting excited. I'm just evoking that feeling right now. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So like, you can start to evoke that feeling now based on what you think those experiences will give you, whether it's love, um, whether it's a bucket of money, whether it's a, you know, but once we get clear on why it is we want that, then that's really powerful because then mm-hmm. we can start to rally behind that, that essence. So it's more than just about, cause that's, what's going to, that energy is what allows us to be powerful co-creators because then the universe can start to send us people, ideas, streams of consciousness, whatever opportunities that you would never in your wildest dreams imagine would be possible because you're in that frequency. You're literally on the same channel as co-creative energy when you're in that state. And, and that's so the law to, of attraction that you are in the frequency, the vibration, the energy of what you want and what is the highest possible for you. And so then you are going to call in other things that are also at that level, right? With the caveat. Okay. Will also come, will also come as things that are going to knock your game down. Why? Why? Because, <laughs> because, because if we're going to up level to that frequency, we have to also be shown the opposite to make sure that we're actually capable of sustaining it because it will go away. It will. I've experienced that many times. I, you know, I'd spent a year tapping into fear. I had miraculous manifestations show up and there was this self doubt that kept showing up every single time I wasn't doing anything. It was just showing up classes, making triple my amount of my money. Um, just so many things are showing up and I felt like I didn't deserve it. And so underneath that, I mean, it was like, beautiful because I got to see that huge belief system that I was carrying with me but the thing is that's what it means to expand into this next level of who you are so so that's the first step and the second thing is not thinking that that is gonna that I need that to prove anything right so that's the attachment but saying oh I can conjure this feeling so 
when you have things show up that are kind of the opposite, what I call like the unwanted, right? On your way to the wanted, how are you talking to yourself? Are you still beating yourself up? Are you still saying, oh, this is confirms it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not worthy to have it because that's going to keep it from you. So, mm. so we to have expect to, it on the way that there are right. going to be bumps. There are going to be opportunities to practice. Uh-huh. There are going to be places where it feels like you're going backwards or to the side or not in your straight line direction. And it's how you meet those situations that dictate what will come next. Yes. But the other important thing is it's a journey, right? right. So it's always came, a journey. But I mean, we came for that growth period. So let's not knock it and say, all we care about is the thing. Mm-hmm. Because once you, let's say, go through this whole journey and you're like really showing up differently and you're loving yourself through it. And and yeah, you have moments where you're not and that's great. All of it's okay, right? Then let's say something comes to you that you initially wanted. Then you're like, I'm not even the same person anymore. I don't even think I want this anymore. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we have to remember that just because you're on this journey to this, whatever it is, enjoy the journey, enjoy the ride. That's really what we came here for. The thing is just like, cool. That's like icing on the cake, but it's never a reason enough to go after the journey. It's just like, I want to be the person that stands up on stages over, you know, a hundred, a thousand people. And I'm cool as a cucumber. That's freaking awesome because that feeling is electric. And Mm -hmm. that's what I came here to do. So it's not even about them. It's about me. And wanting that feeling. And I can conjure it up right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then when you get, like I said, when you get to a place where let's say something comes to you that you initially wanted and you realize it doesn't even fit with me anymore. I don't want that anymore. Then it's like a powerful like moment of, oh, cool. Like I'm so far from, because we're manifesting all the time. Like we're co-creating our life all the time. So we have to recognize that we're also changing all the time. And so the things that we want, it just depends on what it is. But if it's, and also it's a long game, Lauren. So even when you're saying, you know, I'm meeting all of this resistance now, it's like, but know in your mind that like, yeah, but I know that I came here for a really specific reason to share these messages, to share my, my gifts. Like I know this. So no matter what I'm feeling right now is nothing. It's like, it's like crumbs comparatively to like where I'm mm-hmm. headed. I'm still in this, you know, and you just keep going. Right. Um, which I think is really the hard thing, you know, or you get real with yourself. I mean, I did when I had my, you know, music career didn't turn out the way I wanted and I pivoted. And then I realized like, wow, I found something that really meets who I am. It combines spirituality. It combines music, you know, I'm teaching yoga or whatever, and I'm singing and I'm, you know, and then, and then you've got to be real with yourself even then and say, and I'm outgrowing this now. (laughs) And now I'm on to this other thing. Now I'm a fearless coach and now I'm just, you know, like whatever. And then you might outgrow that. Like, I don't think it's talked enough that, you know, we can do whatever we want in this life. And some of us have a lot of things we want to do. Right. And it's okay to keep pivoting and to, and to get real with yourself about what is lighting you up right now. Right. But we're always after the feeling. So when you can conjure up the feeling now, like that, that's really the gold. Right, because what you think that you want, if and when you get it, might not be the thing. 
It's just the thing that you thought was going to give you the feeling. And how many times has that happened in your life? Right. Where you thought being with this person was going to be the end all be all. And you realize, no, it actually sucks. Or, <laughs> you know, or like the job that you thought was going to bring you whatever. And it, you were disappointed. So like it's, it happens all the time, you know? And so I think the best that we can do is just say yes to those intuitive nudges of like, I desire this. I have this vision for myself. I'm going to go after it. And I'm also excited about the journey because who, when I first stepped into fear, when I had that intention of doing 40 fearless acts, my intention was always, who am I going to be at the end of this? Right. Who am I going to become? That was way more exciting, you know, because I knew that I was literally stepping out of this identity that I was kind of pigeonholed myself as, right? Like the yoga teacher who only makes this amount of money, blah, 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 sings, who didn't get her, you know, I had this story about myself and I wanted to break free. And I'm like, I know there's more to life. And I have all this energy and this untapped like enthusiasm that I'm like, I I just, I have to like figure this out and, and try different things and make different choices. And so that's what really inspired the whole next chapter of my life. And even just right. being here in Paris, you know? So I think it's, and then to know that, you know, when you do have things show up, like it really is here for you. Right. You know, that is a big shift. I think that first of all, it's being present. Mm -hmm. It's paying attention. It's setting the intention. What we were talking about earlier with the, the micro changes and the minute by minute decisions I come that resonates so much because we, we see this like big transformation and that big transformation took 10,000 choices to make. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I even, it was came to me the other day, something about like not feeling bad about the, the practice and the ritual and the need to keep reminding yourself that is basically me choosing to recommit to myself every day that this is what I want. And that is something to celebrate on its own. Yes. Day by day, I am doing the things that I want. And it is funny, the things that you think are like unattainable, even for somebody starting out in meditation or starting out with the morning pages or the journaling or the eating healthier, whatever it is that we think, oh, I could never be the person that does that. Well, you do that for 30 days and now you're a person that does that, (laughs) right? Right. And then even if you have a day or two that you don't, you, for, for me, it's like, no, no, I miss that. I need that. Like it doesn't actually take that long of a time to have those types of habits be embedded. I think the mindset shifts, like we're talking about, and that story that goes deeper and deeper, those are the things that like, okay, I need to address this a hundred times in a day. Yeah. Day by day in order to do that. But that's not bad. And that's not wrong. That's if we can approach it, what I hear you saying is if we can approach that with love and compassion and gratitude for thank you for showing this to me. Thank you for keep coming up. Every time I see this, I get the opportunity Mm -hmm. to choose different, to act different, to want differently. Yes. And 
it's not always easy breezy. And sometimes it is. And that's great where you have the big aha or you have the like way that you yeah. see it different. But I find that even in those times, it's like you do keep coming back to that core until that core really, really believes differently about itself. You know, I have a technique that I've been doing that I want to share, but also yes, I want to please. address that because anytime we're saying, well, okay, so let me share the technique. So I've been listening to a lot of Dr. Joe Dispenza. Yes. And yeah. And initially I was like, not a huge fan, not because I, I thought he wasn't a really incredible, like leading edge leader on all this mm -hmm. stuff, but his meditations were just like super long and drawn out and I didn't really quite understand. So I started to really he fascinated me and I got, went to a deep dive. And so I started to do some of his meditations. And what he says is, you know, this future self that you desire to be, right. What are the thoughts that she's going to be thinking? Right. right? Exactly. What are the conversations that she's going to be having? Who's going to be in her world, you know? And so I started to go, okay, I'm going to do this mirror exercise where I'm going to talk to myself as my future self. So I'm going to actually speak. Mm -hmm. the way she would speak out loud and share. Out loud and, share. Okay. And, it, and I started to say, I was like, I'm going to do this every day. Yeah. And at first it felt really freaking awkward and weird. <laughs> and like I was bullshitting myself. Right. And I didn't know, I was like, yeah, I'm living in this amazing part of like, what, you know, there was all these feelings that were like, no, you're not. But I just kept doing it. I just kept doing it. And after a few months, I started to feel freaking amazing. Like I started to go, like it was unbelievable. And then my and then my my dad came, and he doesn't, you know, normally it's the same kind of questions back and forth. He wasn't asking me about my career or, or if I got bookings. He wasn't, and I was like, oh, he's not even in my field anymore. Like the whole, you know, the scarcity and the thinking and how, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like it was starting to show. Like I was looking at everything as evidence that it was working. So when you have that mindset, everything is working. And it's just a matter of me lining up with that. Then that's all I'm going to see is how it's working. So every, every coincidence, every synchronicity, everything shows me the universe hears me. It's working. And their gap gets smaller and smaller. Like that gap you were talking about. I just mm -hmm. get smaller and smaller. And then it's like, oh, I am meeting myself. This is my future self. And you just keep working. And then things will show up again. Then I'm like, whoa, where's that? You know? And then I work through it. And I'm like, thank you again for showing me. I had this like big resistance around said thing. I'm going to work through it. And I do. And I just get back up there. And in fact, I will say things like, remember how, when this happened and, and I'll talk to my, I'll talk myself through it as if it's all the solution's already done. Like I'm already over it. You know what I mean? Wow. So like, it's so powerful because you realize how, like deep this stuff is like yeah. even like you said all the work that I've done and I still was so much resistance is this working I don't know what this is it feels like things were getting worse before they got better okay things were getting worse yeah I had a couple of things really shake me and I was like I'm choosing to see it as evidence that it was just a block in the way and it's how I respond to it this this current reality is a past this is a past manifestation of your old belief system. So Correct. you got to understand. Okay, so let's, let's pause on that for a minute because yeah, I yeah. think that learning that was a huge shift for me. Mm. Everything that we are experiencing right now, that everyone is experiencing right now, is based on 
beliefs, thoughts, actions from a week ago, a month ago, six months ago. Yeah. So if you need evidence for why it's worth it to do Mm -hmm. this work, think about where you are right now. And if you make the changes, if you commit to doing it now, then you in a month, six months, two weeks is going to be benefiting from what you do now. And all you have to do is look backwards to realize that everything you're experiencing now is because of everything you did not that long ago. Mm -hmm. That I think for me was a game changer because you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to think about it now and nothing's going to happen and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, no, but whatever you're feeling now, because we're always manifesting, right? Whether you're conscious about it or not. So six months ago when I was like, oh, I really want to get into embodiment. I really want to like level up. Okay, here it is. I called this in consciously, unconsciously. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And it really is about, again, like how are you responding to your current reality? Are you seeing it as like, oh, of course this would happen because I'm not worthy and blah, blah, blah. Are you, because again, we're always confirming Mm-hmm. in some way, a belief system with what we're dealing with on the outside. So if that's your MO versus, oh, wow, I really work through a, a major limiting belief. Like, look at, here it is. And I'm okay. Thank you. And you move on. Then it's like, boom, it no longer has to exist anymore. Like you've cleared it. You literally clear beliefs by moving through your life differently, by making a different choice over and over and over again. Everything is about repetition. So in order for us to get something, we have to keep making that same choice. Right. And so that's that's the challenge is like being authentic in how when things show up that aren't what we want, not seeing it as evidence of being a failure. And right. oh, of course this doesn't work, but to see it the reverse, like, oh, this is here for me to heal. Thank you so much. Because Everything is pull, everything in this universe is like two sides of the same coin, right? So if we experience like lack, right, in the outward, that means there's a lot of abundance that we're not tapping into, right? So it's like we have to kind of shift that, shift that into really experiencing more abundance. And how do you experience abundance? Everybody thinks abundance is about money. It's not. I have abundance of ideas. I, I have abundance. I'm going to show you my journal from this morning. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you I can't even tell you that I literally wrote down this morning I um this is what I wrote I have a never-ending well of love energy ideas I have an abundant heart mind but I literally yep wrote that that is amazing that I was like yeah I am abundant in a million exactly oh my god I love it (laughs) yes that's what I'm saying so like start to shift your energy around you know like there's so many ways when you walk out the door wow I have an abundance of choices at the supermarket you know I have an abundance I mean there's just so many ways that we're not um tuning into the abundance that already is there right you know we think it only can come this way and it's it's not true so that's the first step is like really switching and going how am I abundant? How is that evidence in my life right now? And you talk about how you're going to know how to feel when you get the thing. You already know. You already experience these feelings. It's not like one day you're going to be knocked off and experience like this whole, I mean, 
Maybe, but in my view, it really is a feeling I've already had. It's just like maybe it's um, pushed forward even more. Maybe there's more of an electricity to it, but it's still a feeling I've already had Mm. when I receive something, you know? It's just maybe more or deeper or like a Exactly. But it's not like you're creating a whole new emotion. Like, I'm going to get, you know, specifics or make up a word. That's how I'm going to feel in that moment. It's like, no, because then you're, you're thinking it's outside of you. It's nothing is outside of you. It's already within you. That future self that you want to be is already within you. So it's just a matter of giving her a voice. Right. When you, for me, when I talk it out loud to myself, that's when I really know. And that's the mirror exercise. Yeah. So what does that yep. look like in practicality? What, when do you do it? How do you start it? I usually do a morning walk. And I do journaling. So when I get home, I'm pretty high vibe. I'll do it then or I'll do it at night. Just depends on how I feel. I obviously want to be in a space where I feel like, okay, I'm ready. But now I can kind of even, I've created such a habit that even when I'm not feeling so great, I'll just start looking in the mirror and it just flows. Like it's just Mm. amazing. Yeah. Sometimes I'll say you, like, you know, like, um, I don't, I don't, I think it's like whatever you feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in the beginning I was trying to say, I, 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 and then I was like, no, you, cause I'm talking to me like as the future self. So you right. don't realize that when you did this, you know, and then I, I even say like, you know, the feeling that you imagine what it would feel like when you were on stage, you know, it's like you, you had practiced it every day. You'd practiced it every day. Every time you're looking in the mirror, every time, you know, it's already came familiar. So when it finally came, it wasn't a big deal. You weren't nervous at all because you already practiced. It was already something within you. You know, and it just like flows and flows and flows and flows and flows. You're looking at me with like big eyes. Um, I, I love it. I'm like, I'm yeah. here for it. Yeah. It's and so I think powerful. that I do that in my writing a lot that once I get into it, it's just sort of like, there's, um, a piece in it there's like Mm a an ease a comfort a familiarity and finding that that vibration that channel whatever it is where you're able to like deeply know it and that's what when you said earlier like every time you experience that feeling of being in it just to be like so grateful and so yeah. acknowledging of it because our human need of what's next, what's next, what's next also puts us in the lack and then not even feeling and and really being able to enjoy what it is that we've worked hard to create. Yep, exactly. 